0: Human is flawed, human is beautiful. What's up my brothers and my sisters, my family beyond the flesh? Today we had a conversation that was deeper and more loving than some of the other ones we've held. And what do I mean by deeper and more loving? I mean We loved ourselves more in this conversation, and we went deeper into our honest, truest selves in this conversation. I'm joined by Tyler. He talks about the mistakes that he's made in his life. I talk about the mistakes I've made in my life, how they've affected us, how we've affected other people with them, and the lessons that we learned. We get real, we get honest, we talk about the darker things and the lighter things, how we've learned from similar scenarios, both me and I, both him and I. As always, we grow, and we discover, and we have a fantastic time. So I'm going to leave that fantastic time for you, my brothers and my sisters, to enjoy, to listen to, and to inspire thoughts and reflect in upon yourself. Don't be afraid of what you see inside your heart because it is beautiful, even if you don't realize it. Thank you. And, as always, peace and love. Yo, what's this, man? Did you hear that? Did you hear what I
1: said? No, I couldn't hear anything.
0: Oh, dude, it's great. I hope it got on the recording, man. Because I was sitting there laughing about how the music is so good when you get to invite your friends to come do this groovy thing, right? So I get to invite you on and you come do this groovy thing with me and I get that extra bonus of listening to this little jam play while I'm sitting there waiting for you to join. And it's like this really groovy little song, right? And I was doing, I imitated the song and everything. And I'm gonna throw that into the the session when I publish it and throw it out there for everybody here. But for now, you'll have to just, you know, you'll never get to hear it until it goes up, Tyler. Oh, I want to hear yeah. it now, bro. I no, know, it's so right? I know you really want to hear me imitate like this song very badly.
1: <laughs> you just put, you just put a stake in front of me and then just pulled it away.
0: I know, and that's the idea. And then you know, the best part is, so I was sitting there and I was like, and I love that song so much. And I was sitting there and I was dancing, and then this the the, the recording canceled, and I was like, oh my god. And then I got to hear this again. Dude, I got to listen again. And I got to sit there and I was chilling. I was like, and I get to listen again. Man. <laughs> I was like, woof, that's awesome. So yeah, man. How you feeling?
1: <laughs> oh, dude, I am still smacked, but I went on, Um, I jogged in the rain. I just got the strong urge to just go outside and go for a jog. I don't know why. I can't tell you where it came from, but I can tell you that deciding to do it was awesome i it was so cool bro oh yeah
0: yeah i mean definitely running in the elements is wonderful wonderful and like what, what if you like you know actually moving through the rain and everything like that you know what was dude i felt
1: like i was in a favorite. movie <laughs> i felt like i was movie. in a movie
0: hmm. a film
1: yeah you ever see like um like just like a scene where someone's jogging and it's like a close-up of them and it's like they're super sweaty and just tired and shit it's like they've been running so hard that's how i felt
0: that sounds uh interesting i don't know i don't like you know the idea of like feeling super like i like the idea of feeling super connected with the elements of like feeling like a fire in my lungs and but i guess that's just my difference in <laughs> i don't like movies you know um but then you again, like movies? no, I look, like, I like certain types of movies, I should say. Um, is that true? but like, I don't like, uh, looking through the scope of movies, I guess, is like, what I mean. You know, I'm not, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to like go and be like, I don't know what I mean.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I t- Someone came up to you.
0: It was like, Let's yeah, you.
1: do you like a Freddy? movie?
0: You're like you're in a movie?
1: Yeah ready ready all right so tell okay. me if michael dimartino came up to you do you know who that is
0: mm, no
1: one of the creators of *Avatar*. so if he went up to you and oh. says i want you to voice the uh the traveling girl singer guy what would you say
0: you know i would say yes
1: <laughs> oh, dude. And, and if it was oh. for a movie right
0: oh for within a second within a second don't fall in love with the traveling girl <laughs> dude that's such a great song that's such a great song man it's 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 um and you know what man it's not necessarily true if you're a traveling guy because then you can just travel the traveling girl
1: <laughs> <laughs> that actually also shows you that's funny you said that it shows you that you don't have to take someone's thought and make it your own
0: Absolutely not, man. It can be a great song. It doesn't mean you have to be inheriting the ideas that are proposed uh, proposed in it. Like, you know, there's a lot of music. Oh, for example, okay, Leonard Cohen, he's a great artist. Um, He has a song called, um, I think, You Want It Darker or I Make It Darker or something like that. And it's like, uh, it's in the theme of what you would imagine it be, you know, him talking about, like, you wanted it darker. Well, i make it black. Like, life is dark, you know, like going on that theme. And it's a really great song, okay. right? But I don't live my life thinking life is super dark, you know?
1: Yeah, you can still enjoy the song without inheriting, like, exactly what you said, inheriting its belief. That's how I feel about uh, XXX Tentacion. Right. His song, do you know his song, Floor Triple Five? No.
0: I don't, I don't at all. Sorry.
1: Oh, dude. He turns into a maniac. He's screaming. He's talking about, like, lighting someone up with an AK. It just goes super, super hard. But, like, obviously, I would never take that into my own belief. You can just tell how angry he is but it's pretty badass.
0: Sounds pretty badass. Yeah, and of course, you know, it's like there's certain music that people like that doesn't mean that that's the measure of the person. But I notice that in our society a lot of people do kind of just judge people off the type of music they listen.
1: Yeah, that's like the the first question most people ask is like what's your favorite show? What's your favorite song?
0: Who do you What to? is your like tastes basically? Like you that is a lot, how a lot of people judge you, right?
1: Pretty much, I would say so. That's kind of dumb.
0: Isn't it? Well, mm, no. See, now that's not necessarily true. Because you can get a measure of a person through their tastes. It does show a lot about a person. It's not that it shows that you're a violent person. It shows that you're tolerant of violence. You know?
1: (laughs) That just sounds so funny. Yeah, I tolerate (laughs) violence. (laughs) It's okay. It
0: happens. You know? I'm not necessarily <laughs> violent, but I bop with that song that's really violent.
1: So. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he got lit up with an AK. It's, it's <laughs> metaphorical. <laughs> metaphorical. <laughs> <Love that.
0: laughs> it's the AK of my heart. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, no. It's like, and it's not like that's necessarily a bad thing or anything like that. It's not like, you know, people tolerate all sorts of things, and that's not like you know, you're a supporter of violence or anything. Um, but a lot of people do want to find people who have certain types of tastes because they think that they're certain types of people. And I do think that that is stupid. I think that looking for a type of person because you want a certain type of person who listens to, listen to a certain type of music is foolish. Now, learning about a person through their musical tastes is not stupid. Don't judge them off of it as in like, I'm gonna write you off immediately because you listen to some gangster rap or something. You know?
1: Yeah, that would be dumb. I agree.
0: Because, uh, hey man, all music is good music and all music is valid in its own right. You know?
1: That's a good way to
0: just like. I'm thinking, like, somebody still went out of their way to put enough energy into it to make music out of this. So you gotta, like, respect it to the very least of, even if it's just a hustle, right? Even if they're just trying to make it big or it's coming from the wrong place. Um... It's still music, somebody still put themselves into it. And that's enough.
1: Yeah, you gotta respect it because they're being vulnerable. Even if they're what they're saying is nonsense, they still had the balls to get in the booth or record however they did it and post it. So that's kind of respect.
0: Absolutely. And you know, you do recordings, you do work like that, right? You know what it takes to make that
1: sort of stuff. I do, dude, I made a character Oh my god! I made a character on my TikTok skits like a long time ago. His name was Lil Bap. Lil Bap. And I had him... I had the whole scene as it was a rap show. It was like American Idol except for rappers. And Lil Bap was up. And I played this beat. And I remember the... Oh my god! I said, got your girl on her knees. Like she, like it's Sunday mass, <laughs> she hit my pickle in her mouth, call her
0: yo. You me. know, it's so funny, they actually have those two, um, like rap shows and stuff like that, or like you know, like American Idols stuff like that, but with solely rap. And it's dude, they're so good. The couple times I've watched them, man, they're so great, dude. They they put it down in those shows, man, they really do because it's usually like groups. Um, but this is my I, I haven't seen one in a while. This is when I was younger, have I seen them? But you know, it's really great. It's really great. It's great music. And they really like, it's impressive seeing what they can just like drop with improv and everything, man. Rappers have such a, a talent with just being fluid and everything. And it's, it's kind of funny, right? Rap has existed since I think the 16th or 15th century. In I think France, they used to actually do lyrical battles where they would insult their opponents in rhythm and um, through poetry.
1: Oh, a roast Yeah, literally, literally, like
0: literally, yeah, a rosesh where they're like, you know, rapping at each other. It's a rap battle, man. Literally, it was a, it was literally a rap battle, you know, called one, it's poetry awesome. spoken to a beat, through a tandem, to uh, a, a rhythm, and in fluid motion, you know, and that's what rap is, is really poetry. It's just that the, the, the beats have changed and the method has changed now we put music behind it and everything but it's that's still what it was is they would insult their opponents in a lyrical form or a poet uh a poetic form and in public squares and like in surrounded by their peers and colleagues and it's so interesting it's so fascinating right so it's like to think that that is really something that has existed for hundreds of years is fantastic
1: that's actually so funny yo I can't believe they rap out each other back Yeah, right. Then. You know who would disagree with you that rap is poetry? Ooh. Little Wayne. Because one time in an interview, someone was like, so you write poetry? And he goes, poetry? No, no, I'm a rapper, not a poet. And <laughs> it was so funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I mean, no, it's, it's to be fair. And he's definitely telling the truth. Rap is rap. Poetry is poetry, man. If I sit up, if I go up on stage and do spoken word, that that's poetry. If I stand up on stage, somebody starts dropping a beat and I start rapping, that's rapping, man. You can't say that that's poetry. It's just that it's an evolution from poetry. So I shouldn't say...
1: That's interesting, that's yeah. interesting. So
0: I shouldn't say that it's, yeah, it's uh, poetry in the sense of literally it's as if somebody wrote down in a journal, the trees fall slowly as I watch and my mouth is sealed shut. You know, it's like, that's not rap. You could make it rap.
1: That was, make it rap. That was kind of vivid, but you on. could
0: You could put that into a rap. You could make it a rap, but it's not rap when you write it and speak it into a poetic format.
1: <laughs> you know you could know, say? What? no probably, you but. could say i treat the i treat the club like a bad contract and i tear it off. oh there you go remember that I bar, remember you know? that bar. that was a Hey, bar, man though.
0: you know what well if anybody's listening you that bar is totally free and yours now tyler just gave it away <laughs> <laughs> so
1: all right you just gotta let people know that i came up with it now you can keep the credit i don't even want
0: it right like who wants want credit it? man who wants like all that like an ego fuel man screw that shit. you know
1: that's what needing credit is. It's ego.
0: Yeah. Or, I mean, unless somebody's going to make money off of it and you think like, oh, you yeah, know, that's like, like, what if you like invent something, right? <laughs> okay. So you go say that's yeah. like a guy who for 14 years worked on this amazing software and you're like, yeah, man, you don't need credit. That's just ego. Are you go, you take it. You just make billions of dollars off of it. Well.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's ego. <laughs> if he was making it though now if he was making that invention just to get big and get credit or was he making it just to have it impact people because if he was making money from it he probably wouldn't care about the credit he'd be like well, whatever keep the credit just give me my money as long as it makes the well, impact typically, well. you I need credit like
0: I to get the money credit. unless he wants just like a one time settlement but like if you want like continuous payments you need like rights to the idea you know
1: to the idea he doesn't have to be the face no of
0: but that's not what credit necessarily could be credit could mean deeper down like oh hey uh you don't need to be recognized and associated with this project you know at all
1: <laughs> oh at all like not okay i was seeing it as like someone was the face of it like they were doing all the ads no. they were like the show no, 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 of no. it.
0: but um anyway so yeah man that's pretty interesting right
1: it is so yeah i ran in the rain would you ever run in the rain actually hold on let me let me ask a different question have you ever done yes let me ask you this though have you ever done something that at first you were like nah that's gonna make me uncomfortable or i'm uncomfortable even thinking about it but then you were just like "Fuck it i'm just gonna do it uh (laughs) i don't know, I, don't know. I should be scared about that
0: laugh that was like an evil uh, maniac laugh my man yeah um so when i was younger i used to do this thing called rendezvousing man where i would just run through people's backyards jumping their fences and like just fucking <laughs> like just literally just jumping over their fences into another person's backyard going through the neighborhood <laughs> and going through like miles and miles of neighborhoods man i remember once i went literally like 6 miles of just hopping people's backyards and it was like i was a punk kid man you know it was stupid and yeah it's like shoot me if you want but that's
1: awesome that's that's it was
0: good. really <laughs> fucking <laughs> and you want to know <laughs> stop. Dude, 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 wait 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 this is the icing on the cake the thing that made me stop was one time me and my um, downstairs neighbor we were doing it uh, close to home because we had just come back from going around the neighborhood doing it. And we went back through somebody's backyard and the dogs started barking. And um, somebody screamed, Who's there? Let out the dogs! Oh. They screamed. And I was just <laughs> running. <We> started <laughs> running for our lives. And we jumped over the fence to the next door. And we turn around and we look at the dogs. And guess what they are? These tiny little fucking chihuahuas! Like, I'm gonna say <laughs> Oh, are you serious? These tiny
1: little fucking chihuahuas! I was gonna <laughs> say, like, bulls. You got chased by Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Yo, release the chihuahuas on him!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they all oh, hopped no. out of some lady's purse. It was like a clown oh, car man. for chihuahuas, just a purse. It really yeah. was like 50 chihuahuas yo, they really said let
0: <laughs> zach out on a man have you ever met zach oh yo somebody here will get zach all right they let zach out on his ass <laughs> anyway yeah so that was uh that was when we were like huh we were like look, that was that was kind of funny but we should probably stop doing this now and we were like yeah that's probably a good idea so i didn't i never did it after that but um yeah man so that's just i've done that's just, that's done just one example <laughs>
1: That's a great example, because that reminded me of stuff I used to do, bro. Oh, my God. Me and my friend on Halloween night, I'm going to say it was, like, maybe 2017. Nah, 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 nah. It was, like, 2015, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was five years ago, bro. What? Yeah. Well, I'm doing something now. I know. It's just water. Yeah, but I don't want to sleep in wet. You don't want to sleep in wet? That doesn't make sense. You would be sleeping in water. I'm going to eat. I swear. I swear. Anyways. (laughs) What was they saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Halloween night. Halloween night. Me and my friend went around, bro. We bought two dozen eggs. Two dozen eggs. And we went in Babylon Village. And we would just, dude, we were throwing eggs at people. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, yeah, I've never. Dude, heard. dude yeah. it was horrible. Uh,
1: he pulled up. Oh yeah, dude, we did bad shit. I'm obviously like, it's bad. It's just funny for me to think about because I was, I was, a
0: teenager. yeah, man, was doing teenager you know shit.
1: <laughs> Wait, listen,
0: listen. He pulls.
1: <laughs> He bowls up to our friend Steven. He goes- He opens the window. <laughs> he opens the window! And he, <laughs> he goes- Hey Steven! <laughs> and Steven was scared as fuck bro, cause it was like midnight he was riding his bike home. <laughs> he goes, who's there? <laughs> and then my friend John, <coughs> He took an egg. He goes, it's your head, <laughs> because we used to call him an egghead, like mess around with him. And he fucking threw it.
0: <laughs> and he chased him like two blocks, bro, on his bike. Wow. Was two blocks, this man. What? Oh, dude. Woof.
1: Dude, it was funny, though. Honestly, like, thinking, like, I would never do that now. But thinking about yeah, the past, the like, kids bro. That shit was made me uncomfy. Yeah, like, I was uncomfortable at first, like, when we would first do it, but then once we threw one egg, it was over from there. Oh, man. Yeah,
0: I I was, like, uh, more of, like, oh, yo, let me go climb this tree or go explore this abandoned, like, lot, like, go do that punk-ass shit. Just, like, go hang out in, like, some abandoned building, you know?
1: Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I that. <laughs> that's
0: what I did. That was how hey, I my man. I will say <laughs> I have done some cool shit, but and I, but I like also hung out some people who did that sorts of shit. And I was in that sort of that sort of shit, man. Uh yeah, I totally honestly I feel like you know, you don't need to do that in like uh place that like you're gonna like disturb the peace and stuff like that you can be a punk away from civilization and that's much better you know me and my friends would go out and like we would go places where we could be chill and like in privacy and like hang out fuck around you know be free man you know not worry about anybody having to come across us and not worrying about how to fucking around with anybody but like you know obviously I've been a punk ass kid and shit too, you know. Got into fights and shit like that. Fucking beat people up. People beat me <laughs> up. Shit like that. <laughs> Fun times.
1: I've never gotten to fight, but tell me. Um,
0: twice hmm. Well, tell us, I should say. I'd say the thing about my fight stories are they mostly happened when I was young, young, like, like 10, 12, and stuff. And they were usually less um, of what you know, like, oh, fight, 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 fight. And more me like, I tackle a guy on the ground and like start trying to strangle him. And then somebody pulls me off of him and that's, that was a fight (laughs) or a guy or, or um, I'm hanging out and I'm trying to talk a guy down from like trying to start a fight. And you just like while we're in the middle of talking like I get blindsided. And punched and knocked out. Sucker punched. And fucking that's the end of the fight. Oh, <laughs> so those are those are the types of stories like that happen. Yeah, man. Oh, so it's like God. not like so much things like uh oh yeah, you got a gang of people surrounding you like punch him, knock him out, bro. Like, fuck that shit. That's not that's not like that's if that shit probably happens <laughs> for some people, but that's not really like how that stuff goes, man. Usually like real scraps and stuff. And most fights are settled within a matter of moments. Like, for example, you've probably, uh, if you've hung out with, like, people who, like, get into a lot of fights and stuff like that, you might have seen that a lot of fights almost start and end within moments, uh, just from a couple of glances and a few quick motions.
1: I used to have a friend that used to always fight kids, and he was trying I don't, to get mean- Yeah, I
0: don't, I, don't, I don't approve of fighting,
1: of fighting oh yeah, and stuff on.
0: like that. I think it's a uh, meanless measure. In fact, the last time, that that time that I told you about where I got sucker punched, um, that was the last, like, violent conflict I was ever involved in. And that was more than, wow, that was, like, in 2012, maybe? So, damn, Yeah. Eight years ago? Mm-hmm.
1: Eight years so, ago? Damn.
0: Uh, And that was... And I was ready to... I was really pissed, man. I was ready to stab that motherfucker. And... Like, I thought you said Yeah, well, I wouldn't. But this is a different me. You know, Tyler, I'm a different person every <laughs> second of the day. And every moment changes who you are. Just like me, for everybody else, that's the same thing, man. Every single passing moment can change who you are through time and through life. So I have definitely changed through my life. And it was, in that moment, it was a very big, decisive moment for me because, you know, The guy sucker punched me. I was just going outside to talk to a friend, get something, you know, hang out. Um, And this guy was just pulling up and talking to the guy that I was going to meet. And he got all pissed because he saw me, copped an attitude, was so swollen, testosterone or something, man. He like literally started talking about some bullshit that happened in. Oh, I don't know, man. It was like fifth grade. And fifth grade, my man, and we were in high school, like well into high school by then. And he didn't like, and it was like in the beginning of fifth grade, right? And in the beginning of fifth grade, me and my friend, we were like, uh, you know, chill. And this guy was being a douche and he copped a lot of attitude and we fucking copped attitude back. We were like, fuck you. You don't get to cop attitude with us. So he had a, he didn't like that. And then in the second (laughs) half of fifth grade, we had an art class together. And he heard us talking about how you know we were smoking, you know eating brownies, all that shit. And you know he was like, oh, you guys like smoking shit. And he's like, and uh, we were like, yeah, man, of course. You know he's like, oh, I thought you guys were dicks. He's like, we thought you were a dick. And then we were like, we were chill after that. But he totally forgot that apparently, because he, maybe he smoked a little too much weed or something. <laughs> so he was so like hyped up on that that this guy was like, yo, fuck you doing? Go back inside. I'm like. Dude, this is literally my house. What, what the fuck do you mean? You go, you, let me talk to this guy. I'll be going in a second. He's like, no, go outside. Gets out of the car. Gets all pissed off. I'm like, dude, relax. All right? I'm just here to talk, you know. I'm going to go back inside in a second, relax, you know, we were chill, you know, he's like talking about fifth grade, I'm like, dude, did you forget about the last half of fifth grade? He's like, fuck you, man, knocks me in the middle, like, middle of a sentence, he punches me in the face, I hit the uh, car, hit the ground, I wake up, I'm like, fuck this, I'm going to stab this guy, and then my uh, my girlfriend and my mom were there, and they're like, no, you know, calm down, relax, I'm like, you know what, okay, fine, I'll, like, chill out for a minute, I like... And I like put the you know knife away The guy was already gone. I was like fuck this. Okay How am I gonna live my life? I go into high school again, you know, I go to school the next day I see the guy in class and the hallway and I just Don't say a word, you know, I just look him in the eye and I don't say a word and uh, I keep I go through the rest of my month for like that, right and um I'm figuring like, you know, nothing's going to happen or anything like that. You know, I'm just doing this because I figure it's better to be a man who doesn't throw another punch because I had to think about it for a while and I took some time to think about it. I was like, am I going to perpetuate violence and, you know, like an eye for an eye makes the world go blind, even though it's not necessarily true, but it kind of is true. but, like, you know, if I start shit, then his family's gonna start shit, and then my friends are gonna start shit, and then everybody's gonna be fighting each other. And I'm like, this, this doesn't
1: make a sense. Snowball effects.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, this doesn't make sense. You know what? He was just doing some dumb shit. What happened? I got punched in the face. What's the worst that's gonna happen? People are gonna whisper. Oh, big shit. So I go back to school. Uh, nothing happens. You know, nothing big changes my life. A couple of months uh, later, um, we're, I'm in the store Uh, at my local neighborhood, and I'm buying some food, and um, this guy comes in, uh, and then I see his brother. It's his brother is the guy who knocked me out that time, and this is like a couple months later, and his brother comes in, he's like, yo, I gotta say, I'm sorry for what my brother did, and I, uh, I really respect how you handled that, you know, that's, that shows a lot about who you are you're like a really cool guy for not like trying to go and fight him and punch him out and like get into whole shit and i'm like yeah thank you man you know i'm i definitely didn't uh expect that so i was kind of a little blindsided. so all i did is just like stand there and i was like thanks yeah um i appreciate that you know take it easy and then a while later i was at a, a local carnival festival thing and the younger brother comes over and he says the same thing to me. He's like, yo, I'm sorry for what I did that time. I was really hopped up on testosterone and I was really like, and I don't know if he means like, he was like really hopped up on, he really said he was like, I was really pissed off like i say he's hopped up on testosterone by like and i don't mean like he was taking drugs i mean he was like really fueled with like teenage testosterone and like anger and fucking just like being like yo this is my turf. like ego rule um but yeah so he comes up and he's like yeah man i'm sorry i was just like really pissed that day you know it wasn't cool but uh i really do think that that was really cool of you and you're a cool guy man and i just wanted to say that and be like you know we've said thanks man you know we shook hands and he went his way in life but and this may seem like a very like just frivolous story that doesn't mean much but it does though
1: it it has a a meaning
0: what it taught me (laughs) is people think especially in this age that that sort of attitude is not rewarded right and you think about in life in the past how many people have started conflicts over insults on honor, right? And I could have been like, he knocked me out in front of my own house. This is an insult to my who I am. This is, I can't let this stand. I got to retaliate. I got to knock him out. This is this, that, and the other thing. But I felt some need to just kind of let it go. And I realized because I did not let my honor rule me and did not let this like idea of, oh, this is what honor is. I was true to what honor really is, dignity. And dignity is not perpetuating violence for violence's sake and for ego's sake. It's letting these things slide. And I saw that that was respected and rewarded in our current society. And that is very beautiful to see that somebody... And we were teenagers, man. You know, I was like maybe 17 when he came up and said that, you know? His brother was like 20-something, our age now. You know, so yeah, he was like the age where wow. we are now. So, yeah, man, like we were like young, and this is this this is the response that you receive from the world, from the universe. So, it just really goes to show you how the path you choose can very much impact who you become and how other people become. Because if you tell me that that guy isn't also impacted by that, then you're he lying, so you're lying to me because he. Not only did his brother feel impacted enough to come up and say that to me when he saw me, but he felt impacted enough to come up and apologize to me when he saw me. That is a because very interesting response.
1: That's the energy you put up. So like, he kind of had no choice, even if it was subconsciously, just to bring that same good energy back. Cause he had no reason to feel a- a- any end. But
0: my man, future. he could have just, but that's what I'm saying. He's, He could have just ignored me for the, like, he he could have just literally ignored me for the rest of his life. And, you know, his brother could have ignored me. They could have brushed it on the rug, pretended like it never happened, all that. But for some reason, they decided to actually come forth and respond to that with a loving response. And I think that that is such a damn beautiful thing, man. I value that so much, so much. It's one of, it's such a valuable memory for me.
1: Dude, I have, like, a literally a, a very similar story, except I was the guy that punched you.
0: Interesting. Okay, go for it. Tell me.
1: So, I was a bully in high school. I'm not even going to front. I was a, a a verbal bully in high school. Okay. <clears throat> and there, there was this kid in my class, and he was, like, I guess he was kind of a nerd. So, I was just, like, giving him a hard time, and I was, I was being a dick. I was being a dick. So... <clears throat> We were going back and forth. We were just straight disrespecting each other. I went from like roasting each other to disrespecting each other. And then, uh, you know, I started it. It was my fault. I'm the one that started it. And he got very, very hurt about something I said. I think I made fun of. um. I think I made fun of like a, a, the way he looked like I started attacking his physical appearance and he got super offended <clears throat> and he said something about my mom. And he said, that's why your mom, <laughs> it was like, it's kind of funny. He goes, that's why your mom works in a cafeteria. You, you broke ass boy. Damn. <laughs> yeah, he said that to me, but I didn't care. It's because he said something about my mom and I, my ego came to life, bro. I was like, all right, you want to talk about my mom? Meet me after school. Like I wanted to beat the fuck out of him, bro. Like I, if we weren't in class right there, I would I would have punched him in the face. And I was like, all right, bet. Keep that same energy and meet me after school. And he did he did meet me after school he came right up to me and he apologized he was like look man i don't want to fight you like i'm sorry i shouldn't have attacked your mom you know it was it was no it wasn't right to me you know whatever he said he said something really cool not even gonna lie and i was just like nah dude like i started it bro like i'm the one that started attacking you first don't even like don't even worry about it man and then we shook hands and then we hung out we started playing basketball all the time at the park up the block and then we actually became pretty good friends so he kind of inspired me in that scenario to act like you know a better person wait. situations like that happened to me a lot which led to me not being wait bullied.
0: wait wait! i'm sorry didn't you say you knocked somebody out did you punch him or you mean a, were you no, did no, you no, mean no, no, metaphorical I
1: was, I was yeah metaphorically i was oh
0: that that's very interesting a uh, metaphorically you sucker punched him huh huh <laughs> that's very yeah. interesting
1: metaphorically just with my words i attacked his pride and ego mm-hmm. with my words mm-hmm.
0: that's very cool i like that i like that it didn't come to violence too
1: <laughs> if he wouldn't apologize to me and he would have got me all routed up then it would have been but because he was like you and was like i'm just gonna like fucking apologize like and just yeah but why off. uh
0: why go for that
1: i had no- yeah it kind of impacted me i had no reason to feel any anger towards him and i apologized because i started it
0: yeah. Wow. Yeah, that that really is a very similar situation. Interesting, isn't it? Interesting how, and then you know, look like you became friends with the guy too. That's very cool. So yeah.
1: Yeah, we started balling up.
0: Yeah, man. I definitely, and yeah, I've actually, <laughs> there's been a couple of times I've come to blows when I was much younger with people and I ended up being friends with them in the long run.
1: It's crazy. It's like you
0: stand up to somebody (laughs) and they're like, oh shit, you know, I'm really kind of being dumbass here.
1: Yeah, I respected him for it. I I had no, I had no like choice. I was just like, I respect him.
0: Interesting how life works that way. How it responds to you with that sort of respectful attitude, right?
1: Yeah, I could have did, I could have did what the other kid did, just ignored him or I could have been a dick back like, yeah, you're a bitch apologizing. But I was like, nah, I'm going to be the bigger person.
0: Sorry, man. I think I got disconnected.
1: Yeah, I did it to me before. Okay,
0: cool. Um... But yeah, man, it's just like, and I really, I really admire those moments. I feel like those moments are really the ones that decide who we are in life and who we become. Because if that turned to blows, then think about where you would go in life instead of being not a bully. You know, it might have taken you years to get to the point that you are now. And same with me, you know, instead, if I went to blows with that guy, maybe I would be on a violent course still to this day, who knows? but instead because we were able to navigate that situation with our hearts and listen to not our ego but our souls we were able to find a better path you know a more loving path and i I just i really admire life for those types of lessons and i think that those types of lessons are the ones that deserve to be shared with people and you know i think that other people should share those types of lessons with each other because Think about how much we would grow in society if that was what we reiterated and kind of emphasized in our communications.
1: Yeah, honestly, I know you I know we're starting to get listeners now. So if anyone has a story like that, I would love to hear it mm-hmm. like a story where like you made the right decision instead of going down a dark or
0: path. even a story where you made the wrong decision. If you feel that way, I would love to hear that, too. If you're feeling open to sharing that. Because
1: do you want to tell a story of when we made the wrong decision? I know a couple. Mm,
0: um, yes. Yes. Let's be open, vulnerable. Um, I love this. Yes. Let's do this.
1: Do you want to go first? You want me to go first?
0: You know what? It's I'm, I'm, It's my cast. I'll go first. Okay. There was this guy who lived around the corner with me, and his name uh, will be kept from this and he was a good guy at heart but he was young and I was younger probably all of maybe say 16 I and he was a very violent guy, very violent kid and he just had this bad energy around him at that time. But I was also very much in pain and going through a lot of violent energy myself at that time. And I was working through that, and I was going through a lot of self-harm you know, uh, self-harm issues. I was going through a lot of depression issues. I was going through some suicidal tendencies. Um, it was very difficult, con- anxiety and confidence issues. Um, so I, I just, I was lost and I, that energy, I latched on to that energy, and I let him kind of pressure me, peer pressure me, guide me, and I blindly followed that energy. And we also knew this other kid, and this other kid, I, I, this is the worst part, man. This, I think he was, um, I don't know, like also going through those sorts of issues, right? Those sorts of problems. And he was like very socially anxious and socially awkward and everything. And this kid, he, um, me and him would spar. And I, that was totally cool with me, being him fighting, sparring stuff, but that was okay. I was okay with getting just being up, you know, I was okay with beating up on him. Um, but then he started talking to this other kid and this kid was bigger than us. He was probably stronger than us. He was a little bit older than us. I think he was a year old, older than us in fact, but he was just not that type of guy. He was a gentle guy. And we kind of like, well, yeah, no, I say we, I sh- and I'm sticking to that. we pressured him into fighting and like getting into that sparring thing and he just did not know what to do because we were we would fight and do that sort of thing he never did that he was slow he wasn't fast in his reflexes and you know this i watched hey um i watched this one kid i watched this guy do it i watched this kid do it and i watched him like hit this kid and i just like my heart could feel that it was wrong. It was just so disgusting. And then I still did it. I still went up and, you know, and he didn't know what to do. And he was like, and, you know, I was like, Are you ready? And he was like, Yeah. And I was like, No, you're not. Why are you saying, Yeah? And he did. And I, I hit him still. And I couldn't, I, hit, I, I think I kicked him off twice, but it's still just those two kicks were so wrong. So wrong. It was probably just one of the worst things somebody can do is just exert violence on somebody just because they want to fit in, and because they wanted to be a part of something. And I and we preyed on that attitude, and it was disgusting. And it's something that I have forgiven myself with for. And I know it's not who I am. And it's part of who has, it's part of what's taught me to be who I am today. To be so against it and to learn and be driven to live a different lifestyle. Those mistakes, you know, are what have led me to these moments, to decisions like not perpetuating violence, not making people fight, not encouraging violence in those ways, and choosing the path of love and peace. And that's how I've, for years now, avoided any violent situations and made nothing but love and friends everywhere I go. So I don't, I can never say that what I did was right. I can only say that I did it and it was wrong. And I learned from that wrong. <laughs> and You had
1: to make that wrong to learn that. Exactly. <clears throat> I had to go
0: through that pain to become a better man. And it's not right that that kid had to suffer for me to become a better man you know that's not okay but
1: it happened have you reached out to him at all or like ever talked to him
0: no i don't think in fact i don't think i ever saw him again after that day
1: does he still like have like social media and shit? like have you checked
0: I have not checked.
1: Would you ever reach out to him?
0: Now that you pointed out, yeah, probably.
1: I think it would be good because I did that recently. I reached out to a lot of people I know. I made wrong decisions with, and it felt really, really good. And he might not like forgive you, but like, because some people forgave me, some people didn't forgive me. But it's more than just that. It's just like healing that inner wound you have.
0: Sounds like a very cathartic experience. Yeah, I think we're going to try it out. I'm going to check it out and try to do it. Thank you. I appreciate that, my friend. Yeah, man. What about you?
1: Um, it's, it's funny how uh, you, you went through like this physical era like this physical i guess punk era i went through a verbal one because most of the shit i did was verbal oh
0: um man you know what i'm actually gonna have to i'm sorry we're gonna have to take a break for a uh, few minutes um i gotta go do something all right and then we'll pick this up later tonight how's that sound
1: yeah that's actually a good idea. i'm about to go eat
0: all right sounds good brother okay so uh thank you for joining me for this part and i'll talk to you in a couple of hours okay
1: all right brother sounds good
0: thank you yes man much love
1: much love brother
0: so i just want to take a moment to talk about this discussion that me and tyler we're having here and we're going to continue that conversation But I just want to point out a part of human error, human haughtiness. When Tyler was talking about throwing eggs earlier, right? I was sitting there, I was saying that, and I was like, "Wow, I you know, I never did that. I never did something like that, right? I was never." abusive and then what did we find ourselves talking about only a couple of minutes later me being abusive towards somebody taking advantage of somebody and then being abusive being violent that is the depth of the ego the depth of arrogance that we truly find ourselves thinking ourselves above others even when we know we've done horrible things selective memory just is telling us leading us to believe that oh yes you're above that and what an interesting conversation right showing the paradigm of the human being the person so beautiful and loving can we be, yet at some point we're all terribly cruel. We've all done things that we should not have, we've all made mistakes. The trick to life is figuring out how to come to terms with the mistakes, to apologize, forgive, love yourself for them. Because without them, you would not be the person you are today. Who knows where you would be without your mistakes? Who knows if your flaws would ever have been discovered, learned from, and you would have grown past them? Oof. I don't know. Well, I think that that is exactly what... The depth of the human spirit is the balance between the ego and the soul and the body itself. When we're young, some of us are violent. When we're old, some of us are violent. Sometimes we hit this different point, these different periods of our journeys, in our different periods of our lives. But... The end we all reach the same destination so I suppose that when you think of it like that do we really have a place to look above each other do we really have a way to say I I will not do that because who cares even if you didn't do it you know what if I didn't give you sort of, as a child right what if I wasn't? cruel to that boy? What if I was an angel of a child? Who cares? Because who knows what I'll do in the future? Who knows who I might hurt in the future? It's not fair to like talk down or look down. Even if I didn't say much about it, that was how I felt. And that is still not acceptable. And that's exactly why we must always be in communication with the heart and with the soul. You know, meditation, self-reflection, meditative thought, just consciousness about what you're saying, what you're doing, what you're feeling, and where you're coming from. Remember, you always want to be coming from a place of love. If you're not coming from a place of love, then you're not coming from your truest heart. And it's hard to always come from a place of love. We all want to come from that source. But the trick is always forgiving yourself and others, and knowing that we are all equally it may seem like a far-fetched idea but yes you are no better than a murderer you're no better than a horrible person because in the end you are really just yourself and they are just themselves and they are equal in all ways to you and you are equal always to them no one person is better than another One all impact the universe in their own unique ways Because the universe does not hold to our perspective. The universe does not hold to the perspective of, oh, this man hurts another human. No, 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 no. What happens, happens and propels the universe forward. And what you do, you could save a million souls or you could not. You are still just as important as the person next to you. Because all are equal in the eyes of the creation, because all are creation, we are no more important than the trees, no more important than the rocks. For those of us who believe in God, that does not mean that God does not love us. Of course, it just means God loves everything, because God is love. There is no absence of it. Anything other than that is a pollution of man, and a twisting of And for those of us who are not religious, well then, eh, I suppose you'll figure it out in your own time, right? (laughs) But as long as you're able to communicate with that, that essence, that spirit, you're going to be alright. You're going to find the path. You need to just listen. Apparently, I need to listen to the universe myself. (laughs) It's got something to say. We're all equal in the eyes of the universe. achieve our dreams but ourselves you know there's a conflicted perspective on well God and all these beings that lead us into enlightenment right because in many ways they have helped us many ways they have taught us you know Jah is everything Jah is creation my existence in yours in all things that is the mm. lessons I've learned and there's so much depth to it and to some people it might sound like uh, spiritual mumbo mm. jumbo but to other people it might sound like truth and that is spirituality I suppose that's essence but mm. there's also the ability to allow people to not be sovereign to be mm. submissive to be sheep, you know, instead of leading yourself through life, you allow yourself to be led, and you rely on a god or a deity to make your life better, to improve it, and that is not the path to improving life, it's all about the action that you put in, Yes, manifestation is powerful, but manifestation still requires physical action to be put into place. You still need to do something, anything, for it to come forth, no matter what you're manifesting. So true is everything, all growth in life, all expansion in life. That same thing is shared in the existence of all paths forward if you want to move forward and have a life such as this or such as that move forward with faith with spirituality with your god and believe that they will help you but do not remain still and with your eyes closed and your brow to the ground do not let religion an excuse to not see the world around you. Always remember to let your eyes be open because this creation and everything in it, the pain included, was created for you by the creator. That is the creation. That is the creator. That is the creation. That is us. That is everything, including my bird cleaning its feet. So, yeah. Trying to make sense of that, man. (laughs) It's just a shame, is really the idea, because faith has been used to perpetuate ignorance, and being blind for many, many, many life cycles, for many generations, have people turned their face away from growth and away from healing because they were hoping for something else to do it for them. But they do not know that that was a necessity, as is this, as are all things. We must grow together, we must grow in love. We must accept that all things must come as they are. And that does not mean being blind and submissive to life. That simply means acting as you should through life as best you can through life, doing your best, trying to make your dreams become a reality, having faith that your deity, your guide, your spiritual guardians, Your ancestors, your planets, your signs, your manifestations will make your life better. And they will, they will. But only through action, only through growth, only through motion only through creating energy remember you are a conduit of energy you are a luminous source of energy never doubt that energy that you carry it is the energy of the creation it speaks to you in silent ways and speaks with creation in silent ways but if you listen in silent ways you can hear the voice of the creation remember your heart your stomach your emotions these are sensations to listen to Especially in times of silence. In times of reflection, remember that no thing is without purpose. So when you sit there and you listen to the voice inside of yourself, remember that is not just your voice. That is the voice of the universe being reflected through you. Remember, light is a reflection that you pass through your mind. Remember all things are reflections of other concepts. All things are reincarnations of other things. So too is the same for the voice inside of you. It is not without reason. Nothing is without reason. It is inspired. If it is fear, if it is anxiety, if it is doubt, if it is disgust, if it is... Malcontent, whatever the sensation Listen to it Explore it, embrace it Hold it, give it love And let it go Let it go with a song Let it go with a friendly embrace Let it go And let it work for you Let the pain work for you Let the discomfort work for you Let the nerves work for you. Let whatever the sensation is, let it work for you. If your heart races, let it know that means you are alive, you are here, you are connected. If your mind races, let it know that it is your connection to this form. If your body vibrates, let it know that that is love and a connection to the energy that you are trying to feel. And know that you don't have to do anything for this to happen. Cause it's always happening whether you believe in it or not. That is the beauty of the subconscious mind the spirit, the soul, you can put it into scientific terms, you can put it into spiritual terms, but it doesn't matter because everybody knows that it happens. Everybody understands the subconscious. Everybody understands the connection to emotions. Everybody understands the connection to sensory input from the world around us. Everybody understands that we gather much information every moment and we understand it on both a conscious and subconscious level and that can be divided and we are always in communication with our subconscious though we should try to be to listen to those instincts remember being in communication is listening with the subconscious not exerting force you don't have to do anything for the subconscious to communicate with you it's always doing that you just listen Reflect. And what you do is absorb those subconscious inputs and reflect on the conscious inputs and compare them to one another. But the connection it shall be there no matter what. Whether you believe or not, it is science. And I may not be a scientist, but I'm pretty sure that everybody knows about the subconscious mind and everybody knows that we feel things. So when you know you think about things that you don't always realize you're thinking about and you know you're feeling things you always realize you're feeling, that is something to listen to and grow closer to. And then you grow more connected to life, and the reflection, the reverberation, the echo, the wave that carries through your life in that way will unite you with this world. You will find peace, you will find love and appreciation. It's a beautiful thing, because all you have to do is listen, and all you have to do is be, and all you have to do is exist. If you don't like meditation, don't meditate, but you should just try it out one day, because it's a hell of an experience, but if you do like meditation, it's a wonderful tool, but if you don't, hey man, just go sit and listen to your favorite song and reflect. Listen to your instincts. Listen to what you're feeling. Your emotions. Everything comes with a reason. You are not without reason. You are important to this world. You are important to this universe. Loves you. We all love you. You are loved always. Someone like me can be loved. Everybody can be loved. (laughs) Love is an infinite supply. Love is existence. Love is without prerequisites. Because love is an existence for all things. Do you not love the sun? Do you not love the birds? Do you not love flowers or video games or music or dancing or drawing or reading or breathing or seeing things? Do you not love animals? Do you not love the sound of your lover's voice? Or the feeling of a sensual connection between you and them? Do you not love the excitement of a new life coming on to you every day? Do you not love the wonder of looking back at where you are now and where you were 10 years ago and saying, wow, life works in mysterious ways. If you tell me life is not love, and you are not love, then you are just caught up in the pain, and I love you, and it's okay. Because I still love you, and the world still loves you, and the universe still loves you. Your family, your friends, people, you never will know still love you. Will still look at you on the street and say, I love that person. I love who they are, I love everything, they represent why because there's just people like that and you don't have to do anything for it guess what you don't have to do anything for the universe to love you for your dog to love you for a cat to love you for a rabbit or a bird to love you for you to love playing an instrument for you to love touching moss or being dirty in the mud for you to love painting or just Laying down and taking a nap, that is love. Love is just existence. You do not have to do anything for it. So submit to it, accept it, be it, embrace it. Don't worry, it's always gonna be there for you. Everyone is always gonna be there for you. Everything is always gonna be there for you. Even in the times that you feel most alone, once upon a time, there was not connection. Once upon a time, we could not communicate with the entire world. Once upon a time, we could not make friends at that drop of a fingertip on a screen, a search for something we love. Now we can. Now we can. And now growth comes in mysterious ways. So let it be. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Today, tomorrow, the day after that, you are always going to be loved. These things shall always be. You shall always be able to connect with yourself. Be able to grow past the pains of the past. Be able to listen and appreciate. Be able to face your ego, be able to face it and become it's and for it to become your friend and for it to work for you don't worry everything's gonna be okay and that's all I think they have to say what a wonderful connection right so yes now for those of you who bore and wore and rolled through all that what do you think now tell me that every communication is not vital to the growth of an existence and a being tell me that you cannot find so much growth through one being communicating through you a single conversation you know a single action a single act i remember this one time when I was going across the street here in Mexico and an old man comes up and he asks me genuinely just to help him across the street and I didn't even know there was such a thing anymore I didn't know old people even trusted young people like that anymore it happened and I've long since always wanted such a thing to happen and it's such a wonderful experience to think but hey guess what Things like that, happen and they're gonna happen no matter what. So, don't worry, whatever you think of yourself, always remember you're loved, always remember that these things are gonna go on, and that every experience can hear and heal and be there for you, help you grow, help you expand in limitless ways. You just have to be conscious of them, just have to remember that, just be in the moments. And no, it's not as easy as it sounds. (laughs) And that's okay. Because what do you work for in life? Don't you think having a good life and loving every single moment and letting it grow and expand with you infinitely? like I don't even know what could... I don't think there's anything that could possibly be a proper analogy for the expansion of life in the way that there's an infinite level of connections that can come from a single moment. And if you don't think that that's such a thing, if you think that's all random, that's okay too. Don't worry. We all still love you. And the single moments still love you. And even if they're all random, they're still yours and they've still led you here. And that's still pretty damn cool. So, I think I've rambled a bit. That's all right, too. Just wanted to let you know, no, I'm human, and I love you all. Okay.
1: Hey.
0: Yo. Okay, so you you might not have ever been on the other side of this, my man, right? But, Okay. When you invite your friends to come and hang out with you and do the screwy thing and talk and stuff, there there's a little jam that plays, and it goes boom, boom ba, boom ba da da, ba, boom da da, ba, da da, ba, da da, and then it repeats, and it's. It's such a groove, dude. And I got to listen to it for like a good couple seconds there. And I really got into it, man. I was like dancing. I was like grooving. I was like there." So I highly encourage everybody to go out there and start doing this themselves just so they can listen to that little song and just feel that excitement. <laughs> you know? Oh, shit. Tyler, can you hear me? I don't think he can hear me. Oh shit. What do baby?
1: How do you do, my man? How are you? I be doing. I be doing. I actually did some productive stuff today.
0: As if every day is not predictive. 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 I don't know. You don't know
1: (laughs) predictive, man. Nah, that's not what you said. That's not what you
0: said. You don't know predictive? Nah, you... Nah, nah, nah.
1: Nah, you know
0: what you did. (laughs) You know (laughs) predictive.
1: But, um yeah so I'm, I'm like uh I'm mailing out to a bunch of uh sellers potential sellers it's like over 500 mailers and I was just like trying to think outside the box and I made a YouTube video and I'm gonna put the link on the postcard I send them so not only will they get the postcard but they'll have a video to watch and they get to see like me and like learn more about what I do type stuff because I used to just send a postcard but I was like yo let me add some spice to it Mhm. That's that's what I did.
0: So you made a business thing. That's what you told me. You made you did a business thing. Big business moves,
1: baby. What about you, brother?
0: Today was very interesting. Well, I uh, see. I went back. I listened to our conversation again. I uh, recorded a little interim recording between that conversation and this one, and uh, I obviously I worked. You know, I did some work, made some calls. Uh, that's pretty much it. That was about my day. That was my day. It was uh, that was good. That was good. Some training.
1: That sounds good. You then
0: said you played? Calls.
1: You played a. Uh some game you said and that that intrigued me because I never heard of it
0: some game
1: it was like vampires or something
0: oh yes vampires oh yes it's a role-playing game a uh, uh, tabletop role-playing game what is it for? It, it's a game it's for entertainment
1: no I mean like is it for a console or something?
0: no it's it's, it's for a tabletop man it's an integral that uh a uh, tabletop RPG. Oh, oh,
1: oh! Okay. Oh, like Dungeons and Dragons type.
0: Exactly, except with vampires and less, uh, less math.
1: Yo, I have a question for you. Okay. Do sure. you th- do you think there is a slight possibility that vampires are real? Um,
0: well, actually, it's funny that you bring this up because uh, somebody in the game, she mentioned how vampires and a lot of other old monster myths were based off of grains of truth, like people being coming back from the dead, or people drinking other people's blood, things like that, or being so pale that they look undead. Things along those lines were actually very real but uh people exaggerated them over time and they became legends so there's definitely was a root and an origin to it but do i think vampires as we know them exist i think they exist on a spiritual level not so much on the level that we
1: understand them as like they suck our blood you know i didn't think people were like going around biting people's necks because that would just be like well
0: people do that all the time in sex so
1: they bite their necks and drink their blood that's fucking well not the blood shit part i never did before <laughs> not the blood part i'll <laughs> tell you that for sure
0: <laughs> the bite the neck thing though definitely that's very common
1: i wouldn't like that i, I would say stop i be like yeah, I <laughs>
0: That's not. It's that's that's actually a romanticism, a romanticization. I guess I said that. right. I'm really tired, but it's it's basically romanticizing it uh, and romanticizing the idea of like blood sucking for the silver screen. I think is
1: where that came from. Oh yeah, you should you should see the look on my face right now. Um. Why? Why are you okay? It was. I was just cringing
0: oh okay oh dude um so when we were talking there, do you remember our conversation from the other day
1: I think uh, we were talking about mistakes that we made
0: well we were talking about you know conflict and how to handle conflict and effects of conflict in life mistakes things that we've done right you know things that we did that were wrong yeah you asked me a mistake that I did that I like really like knew was wrong but did anyway um, yeah, you, I love that story. And you were going to give an example yourself and then I had to cut you off, but you were talking something along the same lines. So it was your turn to tell the story if you'd like to continue.
1: I kind of felt like an umbilical cord in that conversation at the end.
0: An, an umbilical cord? Why? Because
1: you cut me off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I felt like that's where you're going, but I thought you were going for like a literal metaphor. I didn't no. realize you were going to go for a joke. Um, <laughs> I should have expected That's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. Well, um, now I'm reconnecting you. So now you can't say you feel like an umbilical cord because I'm connecting you again.
1: Now I feel like an umbilical cord that got reconnected but shouldn't be reconnected.
0: That's just... Okay. Let's, this this analogy <laughs> does not work. I'm sorry. Let's continue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um No, I have an actual mistake. Like this mistake is so fucked up.
0: I be- well, listen. It's not about. See, so this is the thing. It's not that you don't want to be like, oh, this is so fucked up. You know, listen, man. It happened. It was in the past. What you did may be wrong, but it- it's no longer relative in this current moment because it's a thing of the past. You have to learn from it and swear to never do it again. And, like, grow past it and try and become a better person, but not be like, oh, that was so fucked up and all that.
1: That's a good way to look at it. All right. So, long story short, man. I turned a kid's last name into an insult, and it went viral in the whole school. The whole school said it. From sixth to eighth grade, junior high. Everybody. This kid's last name was an insult. Like, if you got called an idiot, you'd be like, all right, whatever. If you got called a bitch, you'd be like, you maybe would get, like, a little mad. If you got called this kid's last name, bro, it would start fights. That's how intense this insult was. And at first, he thought it was, like, a cool thing. Like, yo, everyone's saying my name. And when he said that, bro, I was like, that's not what's going on, bro. But I didn't have the heart to tell him because I was just so... I don't know, bro. I just made a mistake. I should have just told him. I should have told him the truth. I shouldn't have even done it from the get. And then, like... I could tell it affected him low-key. Because no one really wanted to talk to him, bro. No one really wanted to talk to him. It was sucked. And there was an assembly. And they were, like, calling out awards and stuff. I'm not saying this kid's name, by the way. And they were calling out awards and stuff. And they said his name... <laughs> They said his name and everyone started laughing, bro. And I was just like sitting there like, oh my God, bro. What did I do? What did I do? I felt evil. I'm not even going to lie, bro. I literally felt evil. I was so ashamed.
0: But what did that teach you?
1: Oh, that taught me to literally never do anything like that again. I would never, ever, ever turn someone's name into an insult. I would never disrespect someone's name. But why? Because of the consequences, bro. Look at that. Like, I ruined his junior high. I probably ruined his school career in general.
0: Who knows? I mean, possibly. But, you know, really, I think you could take it deeper than that. What do you think? It's not for me to tell you. This I is your experience. It. You have to learn and experience it on your own. I don't want to influence your growth. In
1: I would way. say I can learn that words definitely matter. Words definitely matter. and You got to be careful with how you use them. Because you might, have, you might have an intention as like, yeah, it's funny. But at the same time, you might have a good intention, but it's not going to have a good outcome. So you gotta be super, super careful And you just gotta really put that person In that moment You have to put that person ahead of you
0: I guess at the end You could really kind of just boil it down to it's not just words that matter It's everything that matters Whether it's your actions or your words Your intentions Your thoughts, your feelings They all matter They all come into importance They all come into play They all mean something in the long run So respect them, listen to them you know and uh don't worry if they were bad quote-unquote at the time or in the past
1: accept yourself for what you've done right yeah I just hey, you know honestly thinking about that shit look it just gets me emotional man
0: well on that emotional note i do uh want to kind of conclude it here so do you have any other last notes for everybody's listening about well the entire conversation about from bullying and the way that bullies work and how love can propel more love and even here to how we can make mistakes and still grow into being beautiful loving people anything you want to share
1: i'm gonna sum it up in a few words your actions no matter what it is has consequences so think before you act.
0: And before you act, always remember you are loved. So are you treating this person with love?
1: Yeah, think like, exactly. Think how it's going to affect them. Is it going to give them love? Or are you going to you gonna screw them over? Or are you going to hurt their feelings? Or are you going to destroy them? Like, actually think of how your action can affect them.
0: And if you're going to remember things you did in the past, Always remember, you are forgiven. It is not what you did in the past that holds on to you and guides you. It is what you decide to do now and the next moment and the next moment after that. That
1: is how you live your life. Yeah. Oh, and also forgive yourself. Because, like, I forgave myself for all that stuff. Like, I know you probably listening to it, like, yo, that's bad. <laughs> it is. But if I can forgive myself for that stuff, I'm sure you can forgive yourself for whatever it is you've done.
0: Oh yeah, either. these guys—they know I talk about self-love, you know, self-forgiveness. That stuff—that's very important. You know, if you want to hear more about that, you definitely got to check out some of the other, um, some of the other sessions, some of the other conversations that I mean, Tyler have, and the other boys have. You know, it's a great series of conversations full of uh, growth and how to love yourself through pain, and the pain that you not only go through but also inflict. Yes. So, but uh all right. Well Tyler as always man, thank you for joining me, brother. It's always a beautiful conversation with you. You inspire such authenticity and genuine well honesty
1: for the people that are listening. Yeah, man, that means a lot, brother. Thank you for even having me. Of course, of course.
0: And thank you everybody out there who are listening and remember you are always a part of this dialogue this conversation is your conversation your story so please feel free to reach out message me get involved contact me and uh let me know if you want to get your story out here if you want to have a conversation on this cast please let me know i would love to have your conversation be what we learn. from And, as always, you would love brothers and sisters. All right, all right, all right, my brothers and my sisters. Uh, First things first, I just want to say I apologize if the ending of that conversation was a little abrupt for all of y'all. I do know that it was late at night and i was quite tired by the time i was able to get my hands on tyler and i don't mean literally on it you know i was not trying to beat him i promise you know he's my brother if anything i'd be hugging him but oh man did it It was just it was it was a whole journey just to get that conversation finished up and wrapped up and everything. By the time he got around to do it, it was the next day and I think he had completely forgotten we had the conversation. But he did have some good things to talk to me about and shared with me how he grew from it after we got off the cast, so that was good. But I was quite tired, so I made it a little short. Hopefully, we can continue this conversation this topic another day because I do think it is a cathartic experience sharing the mistakes that we make and the things that have helped us grow but also hurt us at the same time. So, as always, my brothers and my sisters, you are the gift of this creation. You are the wonder of this world. I appreciate you all as I appreciate my brother Tyler here. And I appreciate Dom and Chris and all my other friends and family, those I know personally, those I do not know personally, all of you out there are important to me and are a part of this dialogue that I wish to share with the world. So I hope to have you be a part of it very soon. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Remember your words, your thoughts, your ideas, your feelings, you are important. And as always, you are loved.